You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey, everybody. If you're interested in learning how to leverage LinkedIn for your business, this episode is sponsored by my book, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful LinkedIn Users. To get your free copy, just send a text to 44222 with the word seven habits. That's the number seven habits to 44222. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And today we have yet another amazing guest. His name is Anik Singhal. Anik is the founder and CEO of Learn.com, L-U-R-N.com, and is widely considered by the industry as one of the today's most successful digital publishing marketers. Anik teaches people how to create their own online passion-based businesses. He guides them through this process to help maximize profits and grow their revenue, and has trained over 250,000 students around the world. Business Week has recognized him in the top three of the best U.S. entrepreneurs under 25. He's an Inc. 500 CEO listed twice by the fastest growing companies in America. So welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, let's do this. Let's talk about how to grow and kick some butt. That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. I love it. I love the energy. So today we're going to talk about a little bit about something that you are so passionate about, you made it a big part of the book that you just released not long ago. We'll talk a little bit about that. It's called Escape, The Four Stages of Becoming a Successful Entrepreneur. We're going to talk about the four stages of becoming a successful entrepreneur and kind of how that relates to growing your business. We're going to dive into that. We're going to, we're going to unwrap that. But before we do that, give us a quick backstory, share a couple minutes with us, let us know how you got here, and then we'll dive right in. Yeah, you got it. Well, listen, guys, the first thing I was talking about my story is I am today in a place that if you told me 15, 20 years ago, I'd have laughed at you. This is not where I was meant to be. This is not where my coding and my upbringing was meant to have me. So, you know, I'm of Indian American descent. Now, Dennis, I don't know if you've ever been to a hospital or a doctor's office. Guess what uh, you see? You see a lot of Indian people. And that's exactly what I was going to do. I was going to go become a doctor because that's what all the most successful people in my life were. And one thing led to another. I was in college and I just got, man, I woke up one morning and I just knew I could not do it. It wasn't for me. And I started thinking back in my life and I realized, man, I was the kid with the lemonade stand down the street, man. I was the kid in high school that was trying to hustle and do something to actually earn some money. And I started thinking, you know, I think business is my passion. So I went through a really, really tough time just making that transition. And uh, luckily I have amazing parents who supported me and I switched over to business school, lost my full scholarship, all that stuff. But I switched over to business school get there. And I'm like, within two weeks of class, I'm like, crap, I hate this too. And so now I'm sitting there thinking, oh my God, I'm going to get college dropout. Like I'm going to be a bum. And what I realized was, you know, what I was tired of was all this, this theory. I wanted to go out and apply. I was ready. I was hungry. Okay. It was like putting a Ferrari in a garage and not letting it out. Like I just wanted to go. And so I started, I said, what am I going to do? I turned to Google. This is 15 years ago. Google just starting. Okay. I turned to Google. And I said, how to make money. That's literally what I typed in. And Google comes back and suggests online. I thought, okay, sure, why not? So I looked at that and let me tell you something. It wasn't just immediate success. Too many people believe in this myth of the overnight success. And I say my overnight success only took 18 months. 
I literally started hustling and working hard. Now we also, we go to social media today, we hear all this messaging about hustle, 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 hustle. Well, I was. I hustled my butt off. It wasn't working. 18 months of just failing, 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 and every man has their limits. I almost quit. I finally was at the last breaking end, and I thought, you know, I want to quit. But some person who I, till this day, don't know their name, came in and, and helped me through this forum, coached me for a night, and finally I had my first success. And from there, I just started grow and grow and grow. You know, I, I literally was a college kid with $100 to my name. I, I grew that six years post-college. I was still on my own. I didn't take a job. And I grew it to like $10 million a year in revenue in six years, right? So this is like complete. I have no entrepreneurial experience. There's no one in my family that's an entrepreneur. There's no one in my family that's even in business. And I grew this company up to $10 million a year. I had offices all over the world. I had almost 100 employees. Then 2008 happens. And, you know, I realized I had built a house of cards, man. It all came crashing down. By the time I was just over 27, I was $1.7 million in debt. I was freaking brand, I was so close to alcoholism. I was ending up in the hospital every few months with massive internal bleeding. I nearly died once. I literally had to pull me off of a plane. They told me later I had the plane taken off. They pulled over the plane, by the way, on the runway, pulled me off of it. Had the plane taken off, I would have been over the Atlantic Ocean. I would have gone into shock from so much blood loss. I would have died. Wow. And that was my wake up call. And I realized, what am I doing? Like I had just been chasing money, Dennis. That's the thing. Too many people out there chasing money. And that's what I was chasing. And the more you chase it, the more it eludes you. And so that was when I say my true entrepreneurial journey really began because I had to make a decision. 1.7 million in debt. My parents have mortgaged their home for me that they spent their life paying off. I have my best friend who gave me his life savings. I owe MasterCard, Visa, American Express, my local bank. My phone is ringing off the hook. What am I going to do? My lawyer said, go bankrupt. Declare bankruptcy right now. I said, are you crazy? The people I owe the most money to are my, the people that are the closest to me. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to pay my debts back. And one thing leads to another. I finally, thankfully, I, I, you know, I fight, I hustle, I get a lot of support. But the biggest thing I went is I said, this time I'm going to build myself back up and I want to scale and I want to grow, but I want to do it the right way. And I want to discover what it was that I, where I went wrong the first time. And that journey has continued since 2013 has done nothing. I mean, now I've gone on to sell over $200 million worth of products online. I'm today involved in six different companies. Collectively, all my companies are generating over $35 million a year in revenue. We're scaling. Some of my businesses are growing at over 100% a year. It's just been amazing. It's been a tremendous journey. But it's not by chance. This time around, it's by design. And it's that design that I want to talk to you about on this podcast. Perfect. Okay, great. So you said a lot there, right? You're a fast talker like me. So listen, audience, you better pay close attention. <laughs> uh, or you might have to hit rewind on this. So, so you talked, one of the questions I wanted to talk about is your business, your primary business is called Learn, right? That's your yeah. platform for teaching online training entrepreneurs. That's the primary focus, but you're all, you also have some other businesses. Give us a 30 second rundown of the other businesses, if you don't mind me asking. Sure. So yeah, Learn's our educational platform for entrepreneurs. We teach anything from traffic generation, business models, and conversion. I also am invested in a company that's right now about to close its first Series A round of funding from a venture capitalist. It's a software company. It's an autoresponder company called SendLane that a lot of people know about. I'm also invested in two different agencies. I just invested and we're just getting ready to go to market in a nutraceutical company that's going to sell nutritional supplements. And I'm currently in actually the process of creating the final business for now. And then I need to take a break and scale the existing ones. But that is a digital publishing business and a coaching business, but it's in the e-commerce space and it's already started to do pretty well. It's not even officially really live yet. These are the kind of the breadth. I've got a couple of digital publishing companies, a couple of agencies and a couple of software companies. 
Perfect. Total revenue amongst those is over 35 million a year. And I'm assuming that learn is the bulk of that, right? Absolutely. Yes. Very true. Perfect. Awesome. All right. Great. So what's, I mean, most of what you do is, is digital publishing, digital marketing, online marketing. You're not, you know, you're not, you're probably doing a lot of online ads. You're doing some organic, you're doing email marketing. You know, let me ask you, cause you're not the typical B2B company that's out there selling an enterprise software, right? I mean, that, at least yep. not with learn. So nope. How are you get? what's the number one strategy that you're using today to get customers for learn? So listen, if you I, had to pick one, what, if you had to pick one, what would be the number one? Facebook. Facebook ads, Facebook organic. I'm assuming ads, right? Facebook ads, absolutely ads, fully in my control, scalable to such degrees that even we've not touched it yet. We're spending close to six to $700,000 a month on Facebook ads. So give me an example of what a successful campaign looks like or has looked like in the recent past for you in generating new clients, new leads? Absolutely. Okay. So first and foremost, Facebook, a lot of people use Facebook to go after the warm markets, right? So if you're selling, for example, a product about, I'm looking around my room here. I mean, let's say you're selling a a product on how to do podcasting. So you're going to go in and you're going to do targeting on Facebook that says podcasters or top podcast names. And that's great. That, and that definitely is the way to start. So you make a video, a short video, one minute, one to two minutes tops. In that video, you should almost always be offering something for free to people. And as you make that video, you get them to click over to your website and these people are already engaged. And that's great. And a lot of people are doing a good job with that. I do Facebook very differently because in my opinion, I want to use Facebook to find new people. I don't want to just sell to those who may already know who I am. In addition to that, I want to find new people. And Facebook is an amazing platform, but very few people have figured out, very few companies and advertisers have figured out how to use Facebook to go out and reach new audiences. And the reason is the following. Most of us treat Facebook as a source where you put an ad and you get a click. But very few of us want to treat Facebook as a place to do branding. And the minute you start to change your thought process on Facebook ads, you get different results. So we are happy to put out videos where we don't ask for a click. We don't ask for anything. We keep the person within the Facebook framework. We upload a video and we just do content. We just do brand building. And what we find is that's the thing that we boost out wide. We start going after audiences who would not maybe know podcasting or who wouldn't know the topic that we're trying to teach. And we start bringing them to us. We establish a relationship and slowly We bring them to us. The coolest thing with Facebook is that you can build custom audiences of those who have watched your video by certain percentages. So if I get a content video out there, Facebook says, hey, thank you for not having a link. This means we will charge you a tenth of what we would charge you to syndicate this video because you're keeping it within the platform. That gets us to build this brand and a very, very low cost. And that way, I only go after people that I at least consumed, you know, minimum 10 seconds or 25% of my video. And man, that all of a sudden, it opens up the entire world of Facebook where, you know, that's how we're able to spend, what, 600 plus thousand dollars a month on Facebook. Wow, that's perfect. So rather than focusing on clicking them out of Facebook, you keep them there. You reduce your your cost for, you know, for views or for, you know, having the audience see it. And then Mm -hmm. you build an audience out of those people that have seen your video. And then you continue to retarget and market additionally to them with more content And then eventually at some point after they've come so far down the funnel, you'll pivot them off into your email list or into an offer of some sort. Is that correct? 
Absolutely. And, you know, I do want to take a minute here and to not make it sound like this was my my system, my idea. I want to give a shout out to a good friend who taught me all of this. His name is Jeremy Haynes. He's a young, brilliant Facebook marketer. But absolutely. So what we do is, you know, it's really cool. You have to start to think like Facebook to dominate Facebook. But basically, Facebook says, if you're going to take us, take people off our platform, we're going to charge you more. Makes sense. So I say, no, here's some video. Let's get engagement going. But if I create the second ad where I do ask for a click, but I only target the people who consumed my content, then what's going to happen is the click rate on my second ad will go up. The engagement, the positive feedback on the ad will go up because that person had a first positive experience with me. And so now Facebook reads that and says, oh, wow, our user base seems to really like this ad. They're clicking, they're happy with it. And so the costs go down. So although I had to spend some money to build that warm audience, I end up saving more than that in the cost in the advertising because Facebook ends up charging me half as much because my clicks are higher. Perfect. No, that that's perfect. So I see exactly how you're using it. I think the audience can digest that and understand that. That's perfect. And again, big shout out to your friend, Jeremy Haynes for teaching you that and now you applying it and putting a lot of muscle behind it. Obviously, six or 700,000 a month in ad spend is is no small feat. So um, here, I want to pivot into talking about why we're here today, which is the four stages of becoming a successful entrepreneur. We talked for a minute before we hit record and I'm excited for you to share that. So could you unpack that for us and, and kind of help people understand exactly you know, give them a framework of what the book's about because obviously they may want to get the book, but help us understand that a little bit better. Yeah, no, I'd love to. So I wrote a book and the title of the book is Escape. So I want everyone to just visualize the word escape because there's a lot behind the logo of the book alone. So visualize the first letter of escape as a little e, okay? So it's a lowercase e. Then all the rest of the letters are all uppercase, S-C-A-P and the final e. Now, there's a little arrow that goes from the little E and it swings under the word and then it lands up on the the final big E. And that is how to go from employee to entrepreneur. But there's four stages in between that are represented by the letters S, C, A, and P. And they go in order. So stage one is S, that stands for self. Stage two is C, that stands for catapult. Stage three is A, that stands for authority. And stage four is P, and that stands for people. Now, before we talk about each one, just real quick, 20 seconds. How did I discover this? This wasn't something I woke up one morning and I was like, oh, that's cool. Let's do this. I spent literally three years in the trenches. I researched this. I've had over 250,000 students. I've had my own entrepreneurial journey. But the best part is, I, you know, Damon John wrote the foreword to this book. I've sat down with him for hours talking to him. Robert Kiyosaki, Bob Proctor, Les Brown. I've had emails back and forth with Mark Cuban. I've had lunch with Warren Buffett. So this is literally a compilation of me talking to some of the biggest entrepreneurs in the world and looking for consistent behaviors, patterns, and psychological patterns. And that was what created this four-stage process. And if you want, Dennis, I can go into them in a little bit more detail and into each stage if you'd like. No, I think that makes total sense. Please do. Awesome. Take, take, the, All right. take the bull and run with it. Cool. So S, self, right? So I know that sounds a little cliche at the beginning, but let me tell you guys something. Growing up in our current system, and I'm not going to sit here and bash the system. That's not what I'm here for, okay? The system serves its purpose it was created 30 years, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years ago. If you go around the world, our educational systems are almost identical. Why? It served the human society as it was created. But in the last 20 years, we have evolved more and faster than we probably did in the last two centuries put together. And so that means the systems need evolution. They've not gone through it yet. But we're literally trained employees. 
every piece of us is trained to be employees. What happens when we want to become entrepreneurs or when we want to be our own bosses or we want to scale our businesses is one day we, you know, we wake up, we're in mid 30s, 40s, 50s, and we're like, God, you know, I've been successful at my job. I've saved a lot of money. It's time for me to start my own business. Well, let me tell you, that's the same thing as a baseball player getting up one morning and saying, you know what? I'm five-year MVP, been playing baseball for 15 years. I'm amazing at this. Time for me to start playing football. Now, when I give the sports example, people think, oh, I, that wouldn't work. Absolutely, it wouldn't work. But that's what we try to do in our lives. See, we're coded to think, behave, and act in a certain way. And if unless we decode and recode that, there's no chance of us actually going out and making it on our own. So we can come back to S, but let's move on to C because this is, this is where things get fun. So second stage, C, catapult. Now, this is where Newton's laws of physics actually become involved in our ability to succeed. So catapult is the same as creating momentum. Any successful millionaire or billionaire you speak to will tell you how important momentum is to get where you want to go. Think of a parked car. Okay, now this is we're getting into Newton's laws of physics. So think about a parked car. It's at a standstill. You need to push it to get it moving. It's going to take you five people to get that car to go with all their might. But once the car starts moving and has momentum, one person can keep it going behind it. So Newton's laws of physics say, you know, an object in motion will stay in motion until acted upon by an opposing force. So we need to deploy that. But too many of us come up one morning and say, I want to make a million dollars. And that's what we start chasing. But we don't actually think of a strategic approach. Let me make a hundred first. Let me make a thousand first. Let me build that momentum. And then with that momentum, every next stage gets easier. Okay. The third stage here is authority. A, leadership. So prime example of this. It's not something most of us get a chance, even an opportunity to zone in or hone in. Think about a class. Walk into any third grade class, fourth grade, fifth grade, anywhere in the world. You'll see the following. There's probably going to be 30 to 50 children in that class. Average. Let's say 40. How many class leaders will you have at any given time? One. 39 children are not getting an opportunity to practice or really hone in their leadership skills. Well, I'll tell you one thing. As an entrepreneur, if there's one thing you need the most of, it is the ability to inspire and the ability to influence. Until you have that, you cannot make it. In sales, think about it in sales. How can you get someone to do what you want if you don't have authority and leadership from the first get-go of that conversation? But we're not all taught this. Most of us don't get a chance to hone this in. And last but not least, P, people. The biggest thing I can teach you in people is as we go through the system, we are taught to be who we are and behave with everyone the same way. And I'll tell you right now, if you look at the most successful millionaires and billionaires in the world, they are chameleons. They do not behave the same way with everybody. They know how to adapt to the relationship. So I might be talking to you, Dennis, in a certain way, but then if I go away and I go into my team right now outside and I start talking to another person, my dialect, my way, my approach, my tone, my speed, everything will change because I want to nurture that individual relationship. I look at relationships individualistically. That's how I'm able to harness the power of all of them and collectively make such a huge change. When we build a business, it takes multiple people, not just one. And so most people are out there saying, this is how I am. You either adapt to me or I don't like you. And that truly is an employee mindset. But entrepreneurs, they evolve past that. They can turn a negative relationship and instead of just blocking it out and kicking it out of their life, they can turn it positive, right? So these four stages, and for anyone who's really focused on growing, so if you're sitting there, you're like, Anik, I got something going, I'm good, got some income coming, I just really want to scale. And I'll tell you right now, you need to focus on stage three and four, authority and people. That's where the scaling exists. That's where I personally focus on right now. So let me ask you a question. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about authority. So, you know, 
this is a stage where you said you're really looking to scale. So how do you, what's, what's your number one strategy for scaling your authority? Right. So when it comes to authority, the first thing that you have to do is define leadership in your mind, right? Recently, I was coaching and training one of my own team members, and I realized from the get-go that this person had such a negative, they just had such a wrong definition of leadership to begin with. And so first is, are you going to lead with, by example? So let's talk about accountability to self versus boss, right? This is literally a part of authority. So when you want to do something, your friend calls you, says, hey, man, Dennis, I, I, man, I'm, I'm really, I need to talk to you today. Can you meet me for lunch? And you say, sure, man, no problem. I'll, I'll change my schedule and I'll meet you for lunch. You show up 12, 12, 15, 12, 30, no, no friend. He doesn't show up. 12, 45 calls you. Oh my God, so sorry. I got locked up into a meeting. I'm so sorry. I'll be there tomorrow. I promise. You're like, all right, you're my friend, whatever. I'll see you tomorrow. Things happen. The next day, same thing happens again. He doesn't show up again. Third day, you're irritated, but you might still give him one more day. Say, all right, fine, man, I'll show up. By the time he doesn't show up the third day either, man, you've lost all faith and trust. You're not going to show up on day four and five. But this is something we keep doing to ourselves all the time. As leaders, we don't build authority because we don't stand up and live up to the words that we give to our teams, but yet we expect them to live up to every single thing they give to us. And we don't even realize this because when you're accountable to yourself, life is much different than when you're accountable to a boss. And when you can treat that accountability as the same, that's going to be the first time where you will stand up and people would truly trust you and they will respect you. That's the number one thing that stage three is all about. It is about earning the respect and trust of those around you. Perfect. Okay. So, and that really is just, you know, the basics, what we know we need to do, right? Is doing what you say you're going to do, living up to your word, but doing it consistently and doing it, you know, amongst all of your different, you know, relationships, whether they be personal business or otherwise. Yeah. Basically, the five elements, because we go over five elements in each of these stages. And in the authority, we go over number one is accountability. We talk a lot about that and how to set it up. Number two is stepping up. Literally, in my company, when there is something needed and we need volunteers, I'm very, very aware of who raises their hands first. Those are leaders in the making. Third is taking responsibility. Let me ask you something. When something hits the fan, okay, when something goes bad, are you the first one to say, you know what? Sorry, my responsibility. I'll take it. That's a sign of a leader. It's very difficult to do because we are trained actually from birth to always point at somebody else because you get in trouble when you make a mistake. Leaders are okay with making mistakes. Number four is instincts. I can't tell you how much the Tony Robbins really honed this in on me years ago, the importance of not only following your instincts, but developing them. And last but not least is so many people think that entrepreneurship is about risk taking. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard because <laughs> it's not. So a leader needs to be able to calculate risk, literally know the ins and outs, have plan B, plan C. And when you do these five together, that's when you collectively gain the trust and loyalty and respect of a team. Perfect. No, that's perfect. Thank you for peeling that onion back one layer more. I think that really will help crystallize it in everybody's mind. So a couple of rapid fire questions and we're going to wrap it up. What's your favorite growth tool or software that you're using today to grow your business? If you had to pick one. It's a book called Scaling Up. I highly recommend it to everybody. If we're talking about purely business growth, it's called Scaling Up. You're going to have to read it a few times, but once you get it, it, man, it will blow your mind. So why don't we use that for the book? Because I was going to ask you what book you recommend, but do you have a tool or software, some technology that you're using? I'm sure you do. What would we, you say? We have that? a ton, right? So it just depends on what specific thing you're looking for. For example, like when it comes to traffic, we use Facebook. When it comes to autoresponders and communicating with our customers and our leads, we use Sendlane, which is a tool we love. 
We are now moved our entire system to Salesforce. We love using that because it's automating and giving us so much data about what's happening in our business. If you want to scale, you need data. You got to dissect data. So tools, we have tons of them. I mean, it just depends on the specific thing that we're doing. Perfect. And would you still use that same book if you were going to recommend something to the audience? Would you still use that book to scale up? Yeah. I mean, look, in addition to my book, of course, right, I feel like everyone should grab a copy of mine, especially because it's free and you only have to cover shipping. Scaling Up is an amazing book. And then if you want some of the core fundamentals of really scaling yourself and being able to have major breakthroughs, that's when I come in and say, hey, grab my book. And it's absolutely free. Just cover shipping. Well, that's you teed it up perfectly. So why don't we wrap it up for today? Let everybody know how they can get a free copy of your book, how they can connect with you, learn more about Learn, and uh, we'll wrap it up for today. Awesome. Well, thank you, everyone. Listen, just go to escapebook.com. That's E-S-C-A-P-E-B-O-O-K. Escapebook, one word, dot com. When you get there, you're going to see, listen, Damon John did a video with us. Robert Kiyosaki has done endorsements. Bob Proctor, Les Brown. I mean, everybody you can imagine. And the original, I mean, Shark from Shark Tank, right? Damon John, he's wrote the foreword because he loves what we've written in this book. He said we literally captured everything he looks for when he's looking to make an investment. The book is free. It's $7.97 in shipping and handling anywhere in the world. If it costs me more, I'll cover it. And you get this book sent right to your house. I'm telling you, you can even go look on Amazon, look at the reviews. It speak for themselves. We're getting hundreds of reviews coming in. People love this book. They're saying it's changing their lives. And today for your listeners, it's absolutely free. Just go to escapebook.com, grab a copy, just cover the shipping, and it's yours. Perfect. I'm going to get my copy. I recommend everybody get theirs. Appreciate you being here, and I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Thank you. Yeah, talk to you guys later. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now, and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.